podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. With your hosts, Mick Moran and Jay Pearson. Thank you, George Sefton, for that amazing intro. Uh, you guys might have noticed that we have uh, we've changed our intro now, Mick. Um, it's very nice indeed. It is indeed. So uh, <coughs> me and Mick have got an announcement. We are very pleased to say that uh, Pass and Move, it's a Liverpool groove, is now our official uh, intro to the podcast. You guys that are probably 30 years and above will probably remember that track. Um, from the 1996 <laughs> FA Cup final. Uh, younger people, uh, footballers used to release uh, music tracks to, in a build-up to the FA Cup final. And yeah, that was ours from 1996. Mick, what are your thoughts on it, mate? Love it. Nice change. I mean, I, I love the uh, our original love is gone, but I think it it's past its sell-by date now. We need something a bit more... It has. It has. Um, a bit more us. A bit, a bit more upbeat as well. Yeah, exactly. Everyone I mean, wants to fucking fast forward the intro, aren't they? Of course, yeah. That, you, you never want that. No, it's true. <laughs> it's like when you go on uh, Netflix and you're watching Stranger Things or Game of Thrones, you don't skip the intro. No, you sing along. Just, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm going to crack on with listening to the Game <laughs> of Thrones and I don't skip Stranger Things either, so uh, people might not uh, skip our intro anymore. But yeah, brilliant <laughs> for that. And uh, a massive, massive thank you to uh, the voice of Anfield, George Sefton. What a guy. For giving us that little intro at the end as well. So yeah, perfect for that. And um it's sort of a rebranding for the podcast uh, this year because we did promise that we're going to be moving into video. Uh, so we will be shooting our first uh, video for our decade review. Uh, yep. And then we've got a couple of special shows uh, coming up in February. So yeah, uh, we won't bore you with any more of that. Well, it's not boring. It's really well, good. Yeah, it's a nice an little surprise. Eyes, yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, Pass and Move, it's Liverpool Groove is now our official theme tune. So yeah, buzzing about that. Boss. Exclusively to us as well. Get in there. <laughs> but forget all that now, mate. For the first time in a while, we're having a beer while we record this. We are having a beer. Because we are celebrating that fantastic result yesterday. Absolutely. Top quality. Um, yeah, so what's that? 60, 64 points from 22 games. 64 points. I mean, I, I never would have thought we'd we'd be here with that. Never. Absolutely not. And you think, ni- 91 points we've achieved from our last available, 93 available. So in our last 31 games, we've won 30 and drawn one. <sighs> Which unreal. is absolutely unheard of, unreal. and it just it just keep it every week. We seem to be going. Oh, we've got another. Here's another record that we've broke. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another yeah. one, and it's just absolutely ridiculous. But um, yeah, there was something different about yesterday. I mean, you know, we've 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 been the games a lot this season, but yesterday was it's something special at that final whistle. Absolutely special. The atmosphere was so different I feel like there was a massive weight lifted in the ground yesterday mm, and everyone yeah. was extra buzzing for what happened yeah. after we got that, that especially that second goal because the last 20 minutes my ass was twisting <laughs> oh, yeah. it was up and down it was <sighs> in and out it was it was unbelievable what was going on um, but yeah what a fantastic result 2-0 talk me through the game so yeah I think it was 14 minutes we got we got the lead the Trent Alexander-Arnold corner yep. and then what and I mean, Van Dyke made it look easy because he wasn't marked at all. I think it was Brandon Williams who was trying to stop him. Yeah. 
had no joy at all, and it just landed on his head. It was just just there perfectly in the right right place at the right time with a great run. Um, yeah, and it was a, a great start. I think the first ten minutes we probably didn't start as well as we we know we we could have. I think they they kept the ball quite well. Yeah. Um, and you you just knew they were going to have five at the back and try and stem our two full backs. That was obviously going to be the plan. Mm. And you could tell. I think uh, I don't think Robertson had his, had his best game. Trent, you could tell, wasn't trying to bomb on as much because he knew that they Indeed, were yeah. they were just going to stifle him anyway. So and then Oli came out after the match saying, um, we're, "We're a long ball merchant team," which is it, it is true in in part, but it's not like we're playing long balls aimlessly. No, like we're not said, doing route one football. We've are said we? this over and over. It's balls into channels. Yeah, but it's balls over the top where you're bypassing the press because. Someone's going to press you that high. They, play, they press us really high up the pitch, higher than I expected them to. Yeah. So would you want us to play it around the back, which we did quite well, but at times you just need to hoof it long. And when you've got Mane and Salah running into channels, <laughs> you can win the ball easily with the pace. Then why would you not use that as a as an option if if, if we need to just get rid of it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you said, that goal that comes from from Van Dijk, we'd had a couple of chances, uh, and the pressure we put on. United early, which was it was great to see, um, and for you know, Van Dijk to get his, I think it was his fourth goal of the season. Um, I think so, yeah. You know, na- nice header. The, the the cheap the cheap defender uh, outbids the world's most expensive defender, <laughs> and uh, beats Slabhead to the uh, to the ball and, and puts it in the back of the net. So it was um, something that was was great to see with with Van Dijk getting another goal because it's always great to, to to see him score. And yeah, it was, I was sat near the. Uh, <laughs> United fans and yeah they'd, they'd started in full voice chanting all sorts of shite and the abuse yeah. uh, as per usual but the, the the faces just dropped as soon as that, that went in and it was <laughs> uh, it, it was so boss to see so yeah uh, nice one Verge for, for doing that lad appreciate that boss and yeah well that just like we said from the first 10 minutes they were they started better than I think anyone expected they weren't all over us, but they, they kept the ball quite well, and you yeah. can see what the plan was f- from their point of view, just trying to stifle us and just try and pick us off when they can. Obviously, they've got like Matic and Pereira in there who are good at keeping the ball, and they're, they're not scared to turn on it and keep it simple and just keep keep the ball. They've done that quite well, to be honest. Yeah, I couldn't uh, figure out Fred as well. Up. That's the best I've seen Fred play. Fred played well, to be fair. He, he did was, play he well in good. parts. He's still yeah. shit, but he's, he's still he, shit. He did play well. Yeah. But their, their lineup confused me because I'm thinking, well, where's Luke Shaw playing? It was it was weird the way they they, they sort of set up and announced that line because I couldn't I couldn't make out what they were going to do. I think on the well, I think the way Sky Sports put it was um, Williams left back and then Shaw was down as a left winger. Oh, is that the way they put the lineup? The way they put right. the Luke Shaw was. I don't know. It was they were it was just like doubled up on that side, weren't it? Obviously, yeah. just to stem the flow of Trenton, and then obviously Salah was over there as well. So it was just basically Shaw on Salah and Williams on Trent if if he came if if he passed their half. And that's what they've done to credit to United. They've done that quite well with Mo Salah. They have sort of stifled him, haven't they, over the past couple of years yeah. where they've not literally let him get yeah. in there and, and, and do what Mo Salah does. So, you know, people can say about Oli and his tactics, but you've got to say that he did get his tactics spot on. Yeah, they've done well, to be fair. I mean, 1-0 one, one until... 90 plus 3 minutes like we said we were both shitting our pants obviously I think every Liverpool fan was thinking oh is it going to be one of them games where we've had that many chances we've had two chalked off which we'll get to and a whole host of chances where we should have been well away from them yeah definitely and then, and then obviously 
the goal there was the score the scoreline flattered United in my opinion oh yeah it should Def- have been at least three or four yeah by half time yeah I think um, you know you touched on the, the the goals that were chalked off if we look at the, the the second goal well that was what twenty so that was ten minutes after the the first goal went in so Firmino gets one ruled out um, from from my point of view <clears throat> I was sat quite online with with the incident of what which they're talking about with De Gea and, and, and Van Dijk my first instinct was that's a foul. And the reason why is because I've seen that happen loads of times in the modern game. And whether you think it's a not it's not a foul, it's ten, 10 times out of 10, it's given. So I'm seeing that and then I think the ref's about to stop the game. He doesn't stop the game and he lets it go on to a second phase yeah. of play. And if it wasn't for the, the Man United player f- fucking it up, we get possession back. And great little piece of, uh, of play from Mane into Firmino. Great finish. Absolutely. I'm thinking he's got his first goal at Anfield. Uh, Absolutely brilliant unbelievable finish. finish, really was. But then it took a crowd of people to surround the ref, and it fucking pisses me off that they do that. Don't get me wrong, in the grand scheme of things, was it the right decision? I didn't know until after the game. I, I still don't think it was a, a foul, because I think De Gea's dropped it. I think that Dermot Gallagher was on ref watch today, and he said uh, De Gea's got it in under his control and Van Dyke's head of it. So but I don't understand that because that's just another grey area really. Keepers yeah. are overprotected. Well that's it, clearly. that was my point I was making. You're right, they're overprotected. And I, yeah. I I think that's where I was coming from with, with that. I thinking when I'm first looking at it I'm thinking, yeah, it's it's a foul. Because you know that that's the usual yeah. going race usually, outcome, you, yeah. usually you get given it. Which is fair enough. But Van when you watch the replay back, Van Dyke's gone up for the ball his eyes are only on the ball. Yeah. He hasn't led with his arm like some people do. Like That's what you do when you go for a header. Your arms come up. He doesn't do that. His arms are by his side. Yeah. What's he meant to do? Just go, all oh, right, that's going towards the keeper. I'm just going to leave that. Yeah, exactly. At what point can yeah. you... Can, can that not be given? Like, it, it, Surely it's... I don't know. It's it's mad, isn't it? Like, if it was the other way around and it was Alisson and, say, I don't know, bil- yeah. Martial was doing that, we'd yeah. all, all be screaming, obviously, for a, Gosh, for a free kick. Is, is they- it's a roast into glasses section, isn't it? We're yeah. on that one. But then, if if Gary Neville, who was on commentary, said that should be given, that should that goal should be stand, and then Roy Keane at halftime says that also should stand. You've got two. Oh, did he? Yeah, they both they both Fair said it should stand. Get both of them on side. Yeah. 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 Graeme Souness obviously is going to say it stands, and then the uh, ask Patrice, <laughs> Patrice Ever, and he's like, "No, it's a foul. Of course it is, Patrice. <laughs> for the knob. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he definitely he really hates us. He? he really does hate us. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I, this is never going to sort out. But I tell you, the one good thing that did come out of that, the live Varpool, you can fuck off with that now, exactly, because that didn't go in our favour. Yeah, and well, I, if that if that would have stood, they would have the whole same shit would have been going on again. Correct. Oh, tainted the title. We've already yeah. touched on that last week. We won't go back yeah, into did, it again. Yeah, I'm not going into that. But uh, yeah, it's nice that that happened. Even though we'd still won the game, and I know you're still, saying in and retrospect, still, and we yeah, still absolutely. won. So it's kind of just like a fucking shit up to the <laughs> yeah, exactly. the bar merchants. Um, and then we go well, pressure we, pressure builds. We got another disallowed goal. Another disallowed goal. Ten, which, another, ten, another ten minutes after that, on the thirty-six minute, the passage of play for that was fantastic because we're on the back foot, sort of. We get possession of the ball, win it back. Uh, nice little interplay between Firmino. Uh, and the, the Ox. The ball by Oxley Chamberlain. I think it was his left foot. Special. Into the. Oh, First time ball. Was great, wasn't ridiculous. it? Ridiculous. Yeah. 
And I'm uh, a great finish by one of as well. Great finish by Genie. I mean, you know, like everyone says about his play of Holland and stuff like that, you know, he's, he's bossing stuff like that. Yeah. He gets into those positions, that's what's going to happen. He just, he doesn't play the same for Klopp as no, he does for Holland. No idea, People yeah. need to remember that. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, great finish. Um, again, I thought it was a goal, um, but fair play to the lines with, again, it's bottom. Yeah. Because again, it, it shows that, yeah, we still need a Lionel in the in the game. Yeah. You know? That's the thing, though. The Lionel ruled it out, obviously, but if that, when you're watching the replay back, you're like, oh, please be on side. Yeah, exactly. Because if it's on side, it's given, isn't it? Of course, absolutely, Because obviously, yeah. the, the, the yeah. player hasn't stopped. No. And then, obviously, you, you see the replay and he's offside, to be fair, so. But it, it, it was great to see that we just kept going. None of these decisions that were chalk, getting chalked off were stopping us from, right, sod it, we'll just cry again, we'll get another one, we'll get yeah. another one, we'll get another one. We goes into half-time, and I'm thinking to myself, great, we're 1-0 up. Could have been two, could have been three. I goes downstairs, sending a couple of messages, and I'm just thinking, we've got to get another one. The early, early doors. I, lo- I, I mean, the saying that gets on my nerves the most is the next goal is the most important one. Absolutely, it, it, it totally is. It always is the <laughs> yeah. most important one. But when you think about it, the next goal is it's going to be one all, or you're going to be two nil up, and you can relax a little bit. Yeah. We needed to come out and, and grab that. And I thought it was a game of thirds in that second half where. It was sort of like we we had the early early goings of that second half. Yeah, I mean, definitely. so many decent chances. The Hendo shot where it hits the post. Well, I've got them in order. So in the forty oh, eighth minute. So pretty much straight after half time, Andy Robbo goes on a rampage and run. Leaves Wan Bissaka behind, crosses it in. Mo Salah's on the six yard box. Wan Bissaka, the best right back in the league. Yeah. <laughs> Mo Salah on the six yard box, and he scuffs it it hits his left foot it hits his right foot and goes out for a goal kick Yeah, and you're like it's going to be another day like that for Mo Salah <laughs> yeah, fuck me yeah. I would have put my house on him scoring there Defo. Jesus Christ and then and a minute later after that Hendo's picked it up on the edge of the box and he's hit a left foot rasper and oh, I think so when you see the replay I think it's, it's a good save by the hair to be fair to, to, to knock it onto the post oh mate honestly again I'm at the Annie Road and at the main stand and I, I see that shot and I'm thinking it's in and I'm, I'm fucking yeah. jumping up and I'm like and then it's it's at the post and I'm thinking oh my god and it wasn't until after the game I realised obviously it was a great it's save a from David yeah. Hayes and yeah. he gets a lot of slack or stick or whatever you want to call it for David Hayes he's not good at a lot of things these days but his shot stopping is still fantastic oh, yeah. I mean the shot in the first half with Manny stuck his leg his out legs. He, yeah, yeah. He's, he is a good shot stopper and uh, Manchester United you know, we're very lucky to keep him. On, he, he's hugely lucky. Should have well he, been gone, shouldn't he? Really, of course. And if he was anywhere else, if he was anywhere else, and United would be struggling even more without him because he's he's, right. he's so good and fair Imagine play. Imagine they had Romero in goal. Oh no, did be fucking getting tongued every game. Yeah, exactly. Someone said to me that Romero's the best backup in the in the Premier League. <laughs> Don't know. That's hilarious. To Don't be know about that. When you've we've got Adrian, yeah. Yeah, for me is miles better. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, the um, I don't feel like I'm talking about United more on this podcast now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I think that shot goes, and then we got that, that spell, haven't we? So I mean, after after the Hendo thing, you've got what 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 happened after the Hendo? Shot? Well, we've got I've only got the Andy Robber one and the Hendo one. Well, because there was we were going on, and oh, is the obviously the the, the salary clicks it against his his own heel as well. Obviously, yeah, that's yeah. the one you mentioned before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Manny has a chance as well. Um, oh, Manny had a good chance at the edge of the box. I think we should yeah. on the edge of the box. Uh, yeah. I'd love the bit, the cameo from Firmino, where he sends Wamba Zakharov <clears throat> back to Old Trafford. 
That was boss as well. Loved he's done, that. He's done, basically, it was similar. He done it to Holgate, weren't it? In the Everton game, yeah, it's quite similar yeah. where he's just couldn't cross it in with his left foot and just goes, "Nah, mate." <laughs> Sends him for an echo. Get us a fucking hot dog while you're there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but after that spell, I thought we dropped off a little bit because United came back into the game quite oh, yeah, a bit, we and we were on the back foot. Well, I think Fabinho and Origi came on on the 83rd, and that just tells you tells everything, you, everything you, need you need to know. know. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Because we're gonna, but we had to just soak up the pressure, didn't we? It was gonna, it was gonna come eventually where they had a prolonged period, and then they're throwing everyone up for corners, and then obviously it comes from a United corner where we get we get the the final goal. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna lie. I, there was there was times I just couldn't watch because of the the, the pressure, and the, you don't want more drop points for United because if we are gonna do it you don't want that on you yeah. on the blemish and go oh yeah. fucking two, sorry. two draws yeah, yeah we don't i just don't want that one that at least beat everybody like the, the, Marci- the martial chance that sticks out oh my god i forgot about that jesus christ when you watch the there's like a clip of guy neville going absolutely ape shit yeah Cena. you would you would i'd be ape shit oh if it was, my god my place it, you should be putting that away like neville said like he is usually cool as fuck in them areas when he's in the box he usually just side foot them into the corner yeah and he's absolutely ballooned it and I was like yeah that's surely that's a sign that it's yeah, going to be our definitely um, definitely going to be our three points and when you like you said the, it's a set piece from their end ball comes back out I can't remember who shot half-heartedly on the, ed- on the edge of the area for them and then Alisson just gobbles it up who gobbled everything he gobbled absolutely everything every shot that came after it, he just Took it like it was just. Catches a, it. It's, just it's unreal, and people say to him, "Oh, the shot, the, the, the shots are always straight at him." No, he's just got. He's just that clever in terms of his anticipation, his positioning. That's how good he is. There was one. I think I don't know if it was the first half where Pereira's absolutely fizzed at him, and any other keeper would like maybe parry that or mm. punch it or something. He's just like let it go into his midriff and just completely gobbled it up, like you said, and it's just. We're lucky to have him. He's, yeah. he's absolutely ridiculous. Very lucky to have him. I'd rather have someone like that who makes the the hard stuff look easy rather than I think I've seen a clip on Twitter this like last weekend where Pickford's made the save and the commentators, commentators going, Oh, what a save by Pickford. And you actually watch <laughs> it back. It's just to the side of him. And he's flicked his arm, left arm up in the air to yeah. the cameras. And I'm like, if Alison did that, he'd just you just grab hold of it yeah. and throw it out for a counter attack. Yeah. None of this fucking mess around and shouting on his defenders going, Come on, boys. Yeah. Like, no. Alice, you, you, you just Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Classes, it's just like chalk and cheese, isn't it? When you think he's England's number one, Jordan Pickford. Yeah. Fuck me. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna show you a song later by a, a little French kid called Jordi and it's called Alison. It's about how he loves Alison all the time. I'll give it you mate, you'll you you will not stop listening to it now. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, I'll tweet it out later uh, so yeah so Alisson gobbles that one up and gets his first assist of the season I wish I put that bet on when I saw it at the beginning of the season for Alisson to get an assist I can't remember what the odds were but I thought I should have just done though. it must have been good odds and plays the ball into Salah what was you thinking? I was thinking he's going to score I think it was James he was chasing them back and I'm thinking James is quick but yeah. Salah's just too strong and he was just holding them off like he weren't even there and I think I don't think it was the greatest finish. I think it went through De Gea's legs in the end. Yeah, but, it was. But yeah, uh, straight, straight through his leg. But don't care how they go in. It was in, and like I said, that euphoria of that that goal going in. You know, he took his shirt off. I think we all felt like taking our yeah, yeah. shirts off at that point. And you just think, thank Christ for that. We've 
you know, had that pressure for 30 minutes now. We've, it's remember it, it was the relief more yeah, than anything, was, wasn't it? It was just the That's relief. Of, we've got that second goal now. It wasn't like he was made up. It was just, he, everyone on the ground. The, yeah. the camera pan to Klopp, and then I think you can see Ockley Chamberlain absolutely fucking battering the seat in front yeah, of him. He was that, so happy. That after the game, and obviously yeah. he was pissed off to come off, but obviously we, someone collapsed as well in the middle of the of the of the pitch as well. I can't for life for me remember who that was, but. Someone collapsed and Allison's running the length of the field. Um, you know, Pepe Rainer against Ngog. And I remember Rainer getting an, an assist very similar to uh, when we played Aston Villa at home, 08 09. We beat them 5 0. Albert Riera. Albert Riera. <laughs> I remember it yeah, well. It such a good and he, such he's, a great he's goal. buzzing that he's Wasn't done that. Barring in also. Yeah. yeah but he's done that a couple of times, Rainer. Remember the, he played a ball from the Annie Road end to the cop and it was Torres against Fulham. Yeah. Again. I'd love to see more of that from Alisson. Don't get me wrong, I know Klopp likes to play out from the back and this, that and the other, but I would absolutely love the fact if we could start doing that sort of stuff and getting people on the counter-attack. I think he's better with it, like the way he did it from his hands, I think his kicking recently when it, the um, the ball's been on the floor hasn't been as good Yeah, recently. I know that's nitpicking because he's absolutely world-class. There's times where he, k- he kicked out of play a lot against United. Yeah. Where he's, try, he's trying to find Robbo and he's just put too, a bit too much whip on it and he can't keep it in. I mean, that's the nitpicking, but exactly. We're not we're not biased on this podcast now. We, you know, we need we need to be um, we need to say what's shit sometimes and what's annoying. So Alison, yeah, fucking get working hard. Get you and your shit fucking centre back, yeah, Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> we're slagging everybody off every week now. We're going to pick somebody yeah. else next week. Um, but yeah, that relief, buddy. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, I, you know, I was texting you after the game, wasn't I? We're just, it was just few. That was the words, few. Yeah, We've done fuck. that now, and I felt we crossed a massive hurdle. You know, saying to lads uh, in the pub after the game, we're looking at the at the beginning of December, and we saw these two weeks of Tottenham away, United at home, as a big, big hurdle. If we're still up there come the end yeah, of December, yeah. we were still there at the end of December. We'd had another trophy in the cabinet, and we're looking at these two weeks of going. If we can get through up to there. And those three, those two weeks, and nail these six pointers. I, I still can't say it, but I do think that there's nothing stopping us now. We've just got this momentum that's just going to carry us to the finish line. Yeah. We can see the finish line now. I think you just touched on it, Jay, as well, perfectly. We as fans are looking at it in segments, like, oh, if we just get through this one, just get through this one. And Reset. that's c- completely what the players are doing. Mm. You get asked, I think Van Dijk got asked, and then Henderson got asked, is that is that it now? Is the title won? Like they're going to say, yeah, yeah, we've won it now. We're going to go for a bevy. We yeah, want it. Never say it, will they? Like Klopp's instilled this into, into them all. Take it game by game. I think he said in one of the match programs for a game, if you look beyond the next game, you, you, you're bound to fail. Because you you're looking too far ahead. Yeah. Just focus on the next game. And I know it's so fucking cliched now because. When you listen to any football in an interview, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. just oh, it's another to another three points. Bollocks, not. End up thinking, <laughs> right? Should I do like twenty little shuffles before I lift it, oh, or yeah. should I just run round the pitch with it? And like, they've, they've all ordering upgrades to the GoPros to take them on the fucking platform, yeah. and you know, they're they're all, they're ordering the, all the flags to wear that they wrap round the next, don't they? The foreigners when they win the league yeah. or they win a trophy, they, they wrap all the f- local flags. They're all fucking thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm having to go at work because I've got a holiday embargo in, in March and April so I'm like oh, I can't have a fucking Monday off so I'm going to be falling in sick <laughs> um, <laughs> we're all thinking about it we're all planning it we're all but we, we yeah. just 
we've got to just step back a little bit because we've been burnt loads of times. But again, we said it. We say it every week, don't we, mate? We're watching greatness right now, and it's... I can smell it. We're on the home straight now, lad. That was yeah. massive yesterday. 16. That was a massive statement. And huge. Go on. What are we on? 60, 64? 64 points from 22 games. So we've got 16 left. I think we need another 30. Yeah, 30. To, to 30. confirm it. Yeah. I think we could do it against Man City. That's right, yeah. he had on the 4th of April. Might move to the 5th of April, obviously, but that's Sky or BT get all of it. It will. It probably will get moved. I mean, it's it, it's always on a Sunday now, isn't it, the game? Yeah, I think B- BBC put up like an article saying like all the mathematics of what could happen if Liverpool win this many and City lose a couple yeah. saying if it, what what needs to happen if we can win at Goodison or if well we that's to... it in fact we'll tell you what go, you threw up a, a tweet earlier didn't you and it was just for fun so like no one's predicting anything it's just, just for fun disclaimer you know people can say to us all the time stop talking about it it's a bit of fun guys it's all about what would you prefer you know, we said, would you rather, rather win it at Anfield yeah, or would you rather it win it one of my rivals? Yeah. It's just a bloody laugh at the end of the day. So going, looking at the stats right now, if we win every game and City win every game, we can win the league weekend of the 4th and 5th of April. Yeah. All right, at the minute, it's at the 4th of April, which is my son's birthday. So if that happens, I'll be, I'll be quite happy if that happens, but it will get moved to the Sunday, no doubt. So we pick up three points at City, it's, it's done then. Yeah. Now, City are averaging, I think it's 2.8 points a game, and we're averaging 2.67, something like yeah. that. So based off that, we could actually wrap it up a little a little bit earlier. And obviously that's providing City win everything as well. They've still got to play United away, Chelsea away, Arsenal at home, Leicester away. It could bring it forward, which brings it forward to the Palace game. If they do it again, it brings it to Goodison. Um, so, Michael... What's your preference? <laughs> so, like you said, I put the I put a poll up today just for a laugh, just to see what people were thinking. So, seventy eight percent of people, yeah, want us to clinch it at Anfield, yeah, which is fair enough. I agree. Yeah, twelve percent at Goodison and ten percent at the Etihad, and I put other, and no one else has put any others in there. Um, which is fair enough. Well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, it, for me, at Anfield. All day, It'd be absolutely amazing. Wouldn't it, it would at Anfield all day. To be in that stadium for that clincher would be absolutely incredible. Yeah. And then we'll, you know, we'll all have that feeling and stuff like that. Again, disclaimer: this is just for fun. Just having a bit of banter on the podcast. We're trying to be happy at the minute. <laughs> um, but it would be it would be funny to to win it at Goodison. Um, Tom Quinn put a comment on, and he said, uh, "Be funny watching the home fans at Goodison storm out with twenty minutes to go." <laughs> um, that would be great, considering. <laughs> All for since if I had my preference, it would be at Goodison. Yeah, if I had to pick one and okay. away and away ground to win it at, because that they would just be absolutely yeah. fucking livid. <laughs> <laughs> and Spe- especially after the FA Cup as well. Yeah, but like that again, that's my second choice. Sod the Etihad, don't care. After last season, where we dropped points at Goodison, that was the last time we dropped points and we lost the league at Goodison Park. Is is the chant in a roundabout way? They, they have a little bit of a point. Yeah, fair play to them they have a little bit of a point so to come back 12 months later and fucking do that would be unreal it would be wouldn't it it'd be the best thing ever so yeah I mean the preference would be Anfield but you never know what's going to happen because City could now go on and win every single game we could go on and win every single game We City could win every single game we could drop a couple of points then it goes later 
yeah. you know, it goes later on into the season. You just don't know, do you? I think we're 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 not counting our chickens, but it's a nice problem to have where you're going. Oh, where would you prefer to win it? At? Where would you prefer to win a Premier League, which we haven't, which we haven't won for thirty years? I, I can't believe I'm having this conversation. <laughs> I really can't. I can't believe we're sat in our studio right now having that fucking conversation with a bottle of beer in my hand. Great, mate. <laughs> no, I'll have, love I'll it. Have, give me this headache every week. Yeah, I'm not asked. I'll fucking take it. And we'll, we'll always have this conversation about <laughs> it, so yeah, I'm not asked. But yeah, um, and so getting back to United, that goal by Salah, put him on 65 Premier League goals, the same as one Fernando Torres, but Salah, wow. Salah did it in nine few games. And he's a winger, not bad, not bad for a right winger. <laughs> yeah, not bad for a right winger. Well put, mate. Yeah, unreal. What, that, you, isn't what it? you make of that? That's, I think that's when you think how absolutely unreal Torres was. I mean, he had like spells where he weren't great. Obviously, with towards the end where he went yeah. scoring and he was injured quite a lot. Yeah, but Mo Salah is just. I think we've like Van Dijk a little bit. We take him for granted a little bit. Definitely, definitely. We've got so many good players in there. We just expect. The quality that's his from levels. them yeah that's it oh Salah scored again nice one yeah, yeah. whereas the fifth season was, he scored yeah. again he scored again yeah. hang on but wasn't Salah supposed to be a one season fucking wonder <laughs> that's what I thought do like. you know what I mean yeah. it's his third season and they were like oh it's second season wonder where they could just give him a fucking ten season wonder exactly the man's a <clears> genius <throat> the man's a legend Um, he's, he's up on the wall here you know hello Mo he's a little, little version of Mo's there hi Mo <laughs> uh, you'll see all this soon uh, I think for me, I mean, I put Torres in in my greatest eleven. Um, at the time of doing it, I think the emotions took over of how Torres made me feel when we first signed him because the way we were at the time, where we'd won the Champions League, we got to the final two years later and obviously didn't win it, and then we signed a big, mm. massive striker. Of... I think he picked everyone up, didn't he? Yeah, he the, did. He gave everybody lip. Yeah, yeah, and it sort of then marches on to the. We were still still did well in Champions League that year, the 0809 season, and he was on yeah. fire in his relationship with Gerard. And Gerard, I was at his peak, and I was, you know, early twenties, mid twenties, and I was always out on the ale and this, that, and the other. It just, it was an emotional choice for me. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I think if I redid it now, I would probably drop him for, for Salah, or you know, that the he's such a blessing to us. Yeah. To the fact that he failed at Chelsea and he's come back and gone do you know what I can do it in the Premier League and I'm going to prove to you that I can do it and yeah. he's done it for three years he's won the Champions League he's a world champion <clears throat> something could happen this year which makes him you know one of the greatest players to ever walk the Premier League you know am I, am I right or am I wrong there well, well if we win the Premier League this year if we win the Premier League this year <laughs> then this 11 that we've got currently at least nine or ten of them have got to be in your greatest ever because yes. in the Premier League obviously we haven't won the Premier League we haven't won a Premier League nope we've won a, a, a league title back in 89 yeah we haven't won a league we haven't won a Premier League since I know we've had so many good players but if we win it this year it's only going to be the likes of Gerrard and Carragher Carragher maybe Fowler um, Torres and Suarez who are going to get a, a shout and even yeah a slight shouting in, in terms in of getting, into, getting into in, this team he did a Premier League era 11 yeah, yeah I know what you're saying it's, it's one of them isn't it where the club have done their own team of the decade and loads of other uh, great uh, media outlets for Liverpool have done yeah. the teams of the decade and stuff and the back forum the the goalie is 
mostly now it's not, of what yeah. you've got now yeah. you know there's, there's an alternative of Carragher's in there instead of uh, Joel Matip or whoever mm. but the right back the left that left side of centre back and the left back are what we've got it's now same. Yeah. Um, and yeah and, and rightly so and Salah's up there and Manny's up there and oh my god mate just yeah Salah's an absolute genius and I'm glad he got his goal against United yesterday I'm glad Made up Espe- especially after I think there was an interview with him last week and he got asked why didn't why didn't um, we beat Man United away from home? And he he was like because 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 I, I, I weren't playing. <laughs> and then he come and then he come and then he scores. Obviously, when uh, we talked about the chance before, where he's on the six yard box and he absolutely fucking fluffs it. We're like, oh fucking hell, yeah. be another one. And he That's finally it, gets yeah. the goal at the end. And we're like, there we go. I love how humble he is like that though. Where you don't get a lot of footballers that say because I wasn't playing or you know when yeah. he when he won the the Champions League. Um, Des from BT Sport said. He told me he didn't like VAR, but he liked it. I was oh yeah, I love it now because I'm scoring. And he, he's just brilliant. And even when I got home yesterday and watched watched the, the aftermath of the, of, of the match again and they're interviewing Hendo and he obviously got him out of the match and he, he's going. Oh yeah, I love that. Why did you give it to me? Why did you give it to me? Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah I, love I love the love the man to bits. I love yeah. that. And I just, yeah. it, this is for another podcast. This is for a summer podcast, obviously. But um, there's always that worry about him, about him going. And we think about his age and you know moving on and all that sort of stuff he, you know if what happens happens this season all the tick boxes are done sort of for Liverpool for a foreign lad do you know what I mean but again that's for a, that's for another podcast let's just embrace the man and we've got um, our best number 11 we've ever had well what is he he's 27 he's tw- he'll be 28 in the summer yeah I think they're all our front three are all 27 I think they'll all be 28 this year they've got at least so, a couple of players yeah they? they've but, got yeah they have this thing FSG and Klopp don't they where they cash in at the right moment Yeah, but I don't want to even want to think about that right now well I think then over the next year or two you'll start to see players coming in just to try and slot just in just niggle sl- to sl- try and slot in because obviously they're, they're going to be on the wrong side of 30 soon yeah so yeah but a bit but, like me and you on the wrong side <laughs> of 30 yeah but we've got the we've got the recruitment team in place that I'm, not, I'm not even worried. Not worried anymore. I'm, not worried I'm just gonna enjoy it and have that Egyptian king as our king for another couple of years. Yeah. Well done, Mo. Well done to the, to the lads as well for absolutely for a boss two 0 win. Um, so who's next then? We have got Wolves on Thursday. I think it's a BT Sport. <laughs> eight, oh, I think it's a late kickoff. Eight, eight o'clock kickoff. I think. Right. Um, it's random, <laughs> isn't it? Thursday. I haven't played Thursday night for a while. You know. You're all Europa League days. <laughs> Shivering at the thought of it. Uh, Wolves away, going to be tough, mate. Such a good side at the minute. They're on, they're on, they're on fire in terms of the way they're Such playing and stuff. Team, and Triore's doing, doing boss things doing at the bits. minute. So it's going to be tough going to Mali. It was tough last season. Got a, a, a grinded out two 0 win last year. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I'm confident, but I'm still worried. Um, the whole euphoria of the Tottenham game, the the, the United game, wouldn't surprise me if we drew. Against Wolves, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I wouldn't be disappointed. I keep thinking this though every game. I'm like, well, you know what? Because yeah, exactly. we've just won the last one. Yeah, trying if to give we, them a if, bit of a break. If aren't we, we draw <laughs> the next one, I'll be like, yeah, it's fine. And then we end up turning people over, and it just keeps happening and happening. It's like a fucking we're an absolute machine. Yeah. In terms of score, uh, not score predictions, uh, lineup, I'd probably for well, starts. Would you put them in for I Ox? Think for, starts. for Ox, yeah. So Genie Ox Hendo. Genie Ox Hendo. Eh, not Genie. Yeah. Genie, Fab. Genie, Genie, Fab, Hendo. Genie, Fab, Hendo. Hendo. Yeah. Um, I think you still need Hendo in there. He's playing out of his skin at the minute. He's leading the team. Oh, uh, 
Captain Fantastic as per usual. Just everywhere. Yeah. Like him and Gini Esty were just absolutely... Superb, weren't he? Just superb. So underrated. Flip a coin for them two for Man of the Match for me. Obviously, Hendo got it officially, but for me, either one of them. Yeah, could have got it. I think BBC gave it to Van Dyke, which is fucking fair enough. Fair enough. Edders, he was winning at the back, and exactly. obviously the goal. It was like a magnet to him, wasn't it? Yeah. So, but yeah, I think uh, it's Hendo, Genie, and Fab. I would start Fab because he came on for a, a semi decent amount of time yesterday, didn't and he? A, so. And away from home game, he's probably better to slot in there, isn't he? Just yeah. to make us a bit more solid. Yeah, well, he was involved in the goal last year, wasn't he, at, at Molyneux? So, yeah. let's get him back in there. I think he definitely starts, just to solidify that. Give Hendo a bit more free roam to get a bit mm-hmm. bit more forward, and he'll be happy to move back into that role as oh, well. definitely, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that for me, that's... And then the rest just picks itself. Yeah. It's great that we don't have to worry about that, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, the back four, obviously, Gomez is... I thought Gomez was quality again. Yeah. Against United. So, carry on with so. that. There's, there's, there's no, there's no. I know Matip was back on the bench, wasn't he against United? Yes. Obviously, Fabinho didn't obviously come on, but Fabinho did. So yeah. to have them two back in the squad and Fabinho to get ten minutes just to ease his way back in, obviously, probably will come in against Wolves. Exactly. It was a nice little, nice little ten minutes for him. Um, score predictions. Um, well, I got it right last time, didn't I? I said two 0 so I, I was right. Uh, I'm going to go three 0 this time. Another clean sheet. Another I clean think. Sheet. I think that was our seventh. Yeah. Clean sheet in a so row. So important them at the minute. Seventh clean sheet. When you think about like before this this the first game we got a clean sheet. Yeah. We were just like going, we're never gonna keep a clean sheet again. We were, I think we've said on the podcast that it doesn't matter we keep don't keep a clean sheet because we're still winning. Yeah. And all of a sudden we've got Gomez back in and the Gomez and Van Dyke partnerships back strong again. Yeah. And all of a sudden we're just winning by not conceding, obviously, if we don't concede. It, it, it makes our life easier. Is that how it works? Fucking yeah, yeah. So that, that was. What did I just have a Michael O moment? Hey, you watch your mouth, <laughs> Michael Owen in this in this studio. His books there. He might as well be sat downstairs. No. Do you like that? Me Phoenix Knights reference there. Picture, picture <laughs> Queen on wall. She might be. She might as well be sat in from row. <laughs> no, uh, but that. no, you, you're right. I, it's it. You know, if the other team don't score, they don't win, do they? So, yeah, yeah. but you're right. I just you. The point you're making is the clean sheets, isn't it? Really, and that's it makes our life easier if we're not fucking conceding and we, we can just nick one. Correct. And I just, know what you mean. And we're so good at keeping leads now. Mm. I think the last six games, last our last six Premier League games, at half time, it's been one nil. Stop, mate! You're firing out these and stats it, it tonight, makes, lad. It Love makes it. all of us shit our pants for the <laughs> remaining forty-five minutes. It shit me pants. How much research you're doing? I don't give fuck all. Put on you, lad. That's what happens when you've got a job where you can just fuck about. Love it, mate. Love it. Keep coming. Keep them coming. But yeah, it's a great start, mate, to have. And let's just carry on with those clean sheets, hey, lad. Let's get another clean sheet. What, do you, what do you say? Three? Do you say three now? I said three. What are you going for? Oh, I'm going out two 0 again. Yeah, two 0 Who's scoring one? You pick the goal scorers this time. I fancy Mane. I feel like Mane needs to bag one. Mm-hmm. Mane and Firmino. Firmino just loves scoring, scoring away from home, doesn't he? I was dying for him to get one yesterday. That yeah, goal he scored, and it was nice like, one, I'm, it? and Martin Tyler's going, oh, Firmino hasn't scored for 50, <laughs> 57 games. Like, fuck off, Martin, you knob. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was dying for him to get that goal in and end up happening, but it, I don't give a fuck if he scores away from home, away from home when he scores at home. He's still scoring for Liverpool. Correct, still still yeah. bagging. I fancy him to score again. Marnie to score two in all reds. Fair play. Well, um, yeah, love it, mate. And enjoy the outro again. Take it away, guys. Just keep, just keep listening.
Social Podcast Network.